So here's three signs to know if a business partnership or any relationship to begin with has a chance or if it's gonna make it. Now, I can't tell you how many business partnerships I have had now in the last 20 plus years. Most of them fell apart, few of them well, most not well. And of course, I've had a lot of relationships on the personal side. Some have gone great and some have gone horrible. So I've learned three lessons or three key things to watch for. In today's day and age, if I'm gonna have partnerships, there are three things I immediately dive into and look for. And even if I have entered into a partnership, I continue to watch these three things, all right? By the way, this is it. The Fighting Entrepreneur is coming to a close. It's coming to an end. We're down to like the last one or two episodes. And starting January 1st, 2023, it is now the Onyx and Gall Show. Nothing really changes. You're still here. You're still watching. You're going to see an evolution in the types of topics we cover in the style of the interviews. And maybe that's just me getting old, but I think we're going to have a lot of fun. And I hope that these episodes will start to really, really speak volumes to you and help impact your life. Okay. But until then, you got me right now. Let's get into the three. All right. And by the way, hit subscribe, hit like, leave a comment, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. So number one, values. Hold tight. I'm going to give you some really cool stuff too. And you're thinking, oh, God, no, not values. It's that old hootie patootie value stuff. No, no, it's my very practical. So I was in a partnership once with someone who really, 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 really valued their free time. I was much younger. I kind of value my free time now, but still not as much as this person valued it. Let's just say that meant they didn't do much. <laughs> and I value ambition. Everything I do, I like to chase. I like to build. I don't really hustle like I used to. I do it smarter now. At my place in my life now, right? Money isn't something I'm desperately like building for. So it's like, oh, good, good income, blah, blah, blah. No, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it because it's going to create mass impact. It's going to do something big. So if a partner's coming in with me and they're not really ambitious to scale whatever we're doing, it's going to be a problem. Okay. Now, another value for me is I like to do good stuff. I like to do good. I am very people focused. I want people to be served, people to be happy. I want people's lives to be impacted. Now, nobody ever comes out and says, I don't care about that. That's not my value. Yeah, but is it one of their top things that they focus on? Because I have definitely, even in as much as the last couple of years, partnered even on a promotion with people that are like, money, money, gotta make the money, gotta make the money. And they're like, yeah, but I wanna do good by people. And they're like, yeah, 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 that too. For me, Nonprofit give back is a big part of it. I've had partners that don't care about that at all. And it doesn't like end the partnership, but you just don't like that person as much. So values from how you approach business, what's important to you, what are the things that you care about in life? I'll give you an example now. I'm a dad and I value my time very differently. Weekends, evenings, eh, I don't really do them. Lots of travel, eh, not really into it. So if I was about to partner with someone, you know, that's the first thing I like to tell them. Hey, man, I'm working on multiple things and uh, really I'm in a season of being a dad right now. And so I don't do weekends and so I value my family time right now. And I just have to make sure that they're OK with that so that if they want me to burn a lot of midnight oil on the weekends, I will not be doing it. Values are highly, highly important. I see this all the time. I'll see two partners that value very different things all the time. And I can look at that and just be like, whether it be tomorrow, next month, next year, five years from now, that partnership will not end well. That's always, always the case, okay? Number two, the constant rebuttal, the constant or. <sighs> Super annoying. I learned some concept long back, and I don't remember who taught me this. This is when I was much, much younger. And they said, 
Pick your battles. Probably three of the best words I've ever heard when it comes to managing relationships, whether it be with your kids, your wife, your husband, your parents, your siblings, pick your battles, right? So my wife and I were recently talking about this. We were having a, just completely off topic, we were having a really good conversation about this. About a year or two years into our marriage, <laughs> there was no picking of battles. There was a, we go to battle. Right. And then you're in the marriage. And I think in time, you just start to be like, you give in, but then you find out like, whoa, this isn't so bad. There are certain things that are very important to my wife. And I'm just like, ugh, all right. Certain things maybe I do or don't do. And it's just like, I'm not going to pick this battle because it's not a big deal for me, but it's a big deal for her. And then reverse, there are certain things where I'm like, hey, it's a big deal for me. Like, and she's like, ugh, all right. It's not even really compromise as much as it is just like love and respect for the other person. So in a partnership, okay, there are times your partner has an idea, something they want to do, something they want to try, someone they want to hire. And if every single time they hear a rebuttal, every single time they hear a or, it is bloody annoying. And it is the really clear cut sign of that relationship going to crap. Some people are innately debaters by nature. I've dealt with those two and they are mentally exhausting. But what's ironic is they think they're helping because that's what they like. They like to come into a meeting and debate everything. Good morning, is it really? I don't think it's a good morning. Nice weather outside. Nah, I don't really like this weather. Two plus two is four. Well, what if it was three and a half? It's like, oh my God, just get on. You know, but they're like, yeah, cool. Let's debate it out. Like, this is awesome. And the other side's like, I'll kill you. Like, I hate you. Right. So I find myself many times in partnerships in a good way, picking my battles. So sometimes a partner will come to me and I can tell from the look in their eyes. And you know what? This isn't just with partners. This is sometimes with my employees. This is sometimes with my friends. This is times with my parents. This is at times with my wife. My daughter's only eight months, but I'm sure I'll have many times with her on this. It's just like they come with an idea and you could just see it in their eyes and you just say, yes, okay. Right. But I have been in partnerships where every idea, every idea needs a long drawn out discussion. Can you already tell from me like how exhausting that is to me? Like it's, it's, it's actually at this point, the number one reason I'll just bounce out of a relationship because I'm just like, I don't have time for that. So the other thing, like I'll be in a partnership with someone that is very technically inclined. Well, guess what? They have authority over me in the technical matters. I second your no motion. There are times where I'm in a partnership where I clearly on a certain topic, I clearly have authority. I know more. But when the other person refuses to allow that, it's frustrating. So if you are in a relationship or in a business relationship where there is constant rebuttals, it's going for the negative, I promise you. And last, but by no means least, a feeling of inequity. This has led to the worst and most business partnership breakups I've probably had. I have been on both sides of it. And this happens a lot. Look, when you're sitting around the table and the business does not exist, everyone's excited and everyone's like ready to sign on and say yes to anything. So you look across the table and you see this person that has a lot of market reach. In many cases, that many times that's been me. And you're like, man, I really wish Onik would just promote this, push this. Gosh, this business would take off. And they'll come to me and say, Onik. And I'll say, all right, I want X percent equity. And I'll help, get, I'll help get this off the ground. I'll connect you to everyone who you need to connect to. I'll get you your employees. I'll, I'll get you your first thousand customers. I'll help get you your partners. I'll set you all up in the industry. And once you're running, hey, I get to coast. 
and I get my equity for having set it up. I've stopped doing deals like that now. You know why? Because it innately has always led to freaking resentment and nonsense three to five years later because three to five years later when the company is doing really well and the person who I had supported is now CEOing the ship, but now I am in the background because I did my part, the company is up and running. That person turns around and looks at me and says, you don't do nothing. Why do you get X percent of the company? Why am I doing a split with you? And it is just ugh. when I do a partnership or take equity in a company now, if it looks like a situation in which I will be heavy up front and not, I am now creating a document, a piece of paper that outlines all of that, that says you understand that in three years, I will be a silent investor. You will not question my role or equity. And, 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 and honestly, I'm getting so clear about it because I do not want to deal with that nonsense anymore. But at a high level, in some partnerships, there, tr there is true inequity. Most business partnerships, I find, if you could pull the partners aside separately and get them to truly be honest, if there's two of them, both will tell you that they do more than the other. It's lunatic. But it's true. And once that feeling of inequity starts to settle in and go deeper and deeper and deeper, it gets worse and worse and worse. Eventually, some of these following things happen. One, you have a big blowout fight and you break up and the business ends. Two, one of the two will do a, like a hostile type takeover and get the other one kicked out somehow. Or three ends in lawsuits. I mean, gosh, I've seen those too. So I would say of all the three, right? Values, the consistent rebuttal, and a feeling of inequity. I actually think the feeling of inequity is the one that leads to the most drastically bad outcomes because that just seems like, it's not fair, it's not fair. You are using me. You are using me. That, oh, whew, there's such a can of emotions wrapped up in that, right? So there you go. If any of these three signs are creeping up in your business partnerships or even your personal relationships, be wary, be clear, get out in front of it, talk to the person, get ahead of it, all right? And you can resolve it. If you resolve it early, you can rectify it and have a great partnership. If you let it brew, it will be unresolvable. And the only way to resolve it will be to dissolve the partnership eventually one way or the other. All right, so there you go. This is my life lessons for the three clear cut signs of a business partnership falling apart in the future or not. This is Onyx Nagal. The Onyx Nagal show is coming soon. Onyxpodcast.com to binge listen to all of our episodes. Hit the subscribe button. Tell everybody, including your grandma, about this awesome podcast. Love you guys. Remember, when life pushes you, stand straight, smile, and push it the heck back. See you on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Fighting Entrepreneur with your host, Onyx Singal.